And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, well, hello and welcome to 100 Watts and a Wire. My name is Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. And here we are, streaming it out again, episode number 358. Now I got to make sure everything's working okay. Let's see if we can hear you, Steve. Oh, good. I good hear. morning and good afternoon and evening, whatever time you're listening to us. And thank you for joining us today. Let's see if we can hear Scotty over at, at the place. You in there too? Good. Good morning, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, it was kind of pleasant not hearing you guys in the uh, green room. I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. I, 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 it freaks me out that I don't know why I couldn't, but. Uh, we got muzzled. He got muzzled, so that was great. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, welcome to the place, and uh, we're going to be talking about a couple of things. Got a lot on the plate today. We're going to be talking about buying used gear or selling used gear. What did I want to talk about there? I think we're talking about uh, selling it because uh, I got some news to tell you about my situation. But first, a couple of updates uh, for the first time in over 20-some days, uh, tested negative for the Rona, and I'm feeling good about that. I've never felt so good to be negative uh, about anything, but I was like, wow. I just didn't feel like I was. I felt any different, so when I tested negative, I was like, wow, this is cool, and it's significant because I can now uh, go physically back to work, which is good. It's really hard to be. I can do a large part of my job from home. But I can't do it all. There's some things I have to record. I have to be there. I got to do stuff. So I was like, yeah, fist bumping it. I was like, this is great. And uh, so that uh, went down. Uh, let's see. What else? Do I have any other updates for you before we, we talk to you guys? Um, yeah, we're going to talk about my 705. We'll talk about that today. What's going on with you guys? Uh, it's been a pretty quiet day. I noticed three or four days in a row I don't hear from the boys. You know the crew. Something's Something's going on. They're busy. Yeah. Another busy week at work and uh, a lot of uh, road time. So it was uh, just another normal week. Yeah. How yeah, about been, you? Uh, running around. Uh, I got some, some dealing with uh, some, some uh, aging mother issues this week. So that's, that's pretty much uh, had all my free time um, tied up for the week. So well, she's probably watching this morning. Hi, mom. Hey, hi, Mom. Woo! There you go. That one's just for you. you. The old uh, little bit of woo there. I hope you're feeling better soon, and everything's going to get uh, a little bit easier as we move on. Uh, so today, got some uh, situation lined up. I want to tell you about the 705. I sold that song, my mama. And, um, nice. To Ernie. He should be getting that radio today. I hope that he does. I hope he loves it. He's Kilo 5 Echo November Lima. And... He uh, sent me an email. He heard the show and said, look, man, I'm interested. Will this number do it? I think it was like $65. Remember, I was going to uh, <laughs> back over that thing in, in my uh, driveway in the truck just for, uh, I, I, I don't know why. It was just a moment. I lost myself. And so he got a it, good it deal. It was the Rona. It was the Rona messing yeah, with your head. Rona, man. The fog. Rona fog. I noticed that I've said a lot of strange things during the Rona um, to people. And uh, I just like, wow, that didn't make any kind of sense. So the fog, 
if I can just carry the the fog, quote unquote, for the rest of my life, I'll just blame it on the Rona whenever I say something really errant. Mm-hmm. You know, like somebody would be like, hey, that wasn't very nice. Be like, oh, it's, you know, the fog, man. It's the fog. It's the fog. Yeah. It's the fog, did it? I can't tell you. Uh, welcome to our listeners and uh, viewers. You know, every Saturday we try to get together and do this podcast in a visual sense for you. And uh, so we live stream it out to community. So we, we let you come in, uh, bring your topics and your positive attitude and join us in the chat. You can kind of actually give us direction. If there's questions you have, you just drop a cue in front of it and put it in the chat. Now we're streaming it out to the Facebook. You know, I had a strange relationship with the Zucky uh, just a few months ago when I got locked out, hardcore locked out, man, I was like, this is, man, I was mad. I wanted to take Facebook and run it over in my uh, my truck. And people were like, that damn Facebook, just get rid of it. Go over to Schlumble and Bumbles and Tumbles. And I'm like, man, I don't know what what the hell you're talking about, but go over here, do all this. And I'm like, I don't need another mouth to feed. And we had 14,000, I think we had 13,000 or something exactly. at the time. And I didn't want to abandon them. And so I did my time, I guess. I have a friend that's well-placed in uh, the meta. I think it's called meta. And you know what? I told her my problem. It was cleared up by that afternoon. I was like, I didn't even think about that. So some of the power, she had the power, man. Unless it was totally coincidental. But either way, I'm fond of her nonetheless. But uh, I had always not wanted to stream to the Facebook because... I thought Zucky wasn't really putting all the resources. He could do the streams, but he really wasn't dedicated to it, you know? So the experience for the end user was a little... But as you said, maybe some people were just watching on their phone and that 720 they give you is enough. Mm -hmm. Frankly, we all look much better visually. Now, we actually... There are a lot of listeners who just care about hearing us. They don't want to see us at all. And I think that's the best. <laughs> don't look. You know what I mean? Because we all look better in the dark, oh, as the yeah. pet shop Much boys better. always say. But, you know, we could drop the resolution of our cameras down to, like, I don't know, hardly anything. And the blurrier we look and pixelated, I think that looks better. But I don't want to give up the sound of it. I want to look less sharp, you know. It's the fall. <laughs> We reduce the uh, the resolution. We'll probably get hair. Like hey, Scotty. yeah, we could actually become like Scotty. Everybody looks like Scotty when you drop the resolution. So there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a good thing. I, if that's the deal, I would do it. Whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. Drop the resolution. In. I'm in. <laughs> I'm, I'm using now the uh, the ten dollar microphone you get from Target. Anything I can do to get hair is going to be good. Yeah, but. I'm in. This is all about your listening experience. If you have a question, put a cue in front of it. Scotty will pull those. We are also um, now connected to the Discord. Discord, uh, you can go into the live chat area during the live show and uh, talk along with your friends. I know some people are allergic to Google. They're allergic to Facebook. Well, if you like Discord like Sidecar Steve does, you can go in there and chat with the people here as well. I don't believe you'd have to kind of watch it on YouTube and then um, you could comment from Discord, you know, in case you don't have it. Again, this is all about the listener experience, but I would love some days when our listeners are available to join us in a live capacity as we record, come in and shape the narrative of the podcast because uh, we can do that. It's a great time to be alive with technology 
and we're trying to reach as many people as we can. That said, uh, we have uh, we can also take calls through Discord. Um, so if you're interested in in joining the show and calling in to talk about anything that we talk about, go to the live show area, and you go into the green room, and you will be uh, moved. To one of the live spots and we can bring your calls in we'll see scotty actually saved me some money i gotta publicly thank him he saved me some money i sold this radio for 65 dollars. i said i'm gonna take that 65 dollars, and i'm gonna put it on maybe i'll get myself a new device because i felt like i needed a device to get the audio from discord into my mixer and uh scotty was like oh hey man and i was like yeah you didn't get a haircut, did you? No, 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 not that. He said, you could use some software. There's some software out there that you could use to actually route the audio. from." Di- and I was like, what now? So for $70, now I'm in the whole $5. I sold this radio for $65, but for $70, I bought this software. I got a deal on it and a discount on it. But he saved me from having to spend hundreds of dollars on a device to do the same thing. What you think about that, Steve? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's he's awesome. Fun. He's going to get a star. I got a bunch of little star stickers. We're going to put that right on there. Just for, and, gonna, and if his mama's watching, you grew, you raised get, a good boy. We get a bonus gummy. Yeah, you can get those and get some gummies. You get to get a gold star gummy. There you go. Yeah, so I got, save me some I, I got, there you go. Yeah, I got hipped to these virtual audio devices at the at the studio when we went uh, for our classes went online back in 2020. And uh, yeah, there's uh, all kinds of different software available for Windows and for Macs. So cross, you know, just cross pollinate your audio between applications. It's fantastic. I was telling cool. my wife Routing, about it. Routing's a little tricky, but yeah, it's cool. It, it's it, you know, it makes sense. I say that now, and hopefully it will, will work out. But uh, you definitely <laughs> saved me several hundred dollars with that. And I had heard of the software. And I was like, I don't know, man. I just don't know. Because, you know, you got whatever's happening in your life at the time takes precedent and that was just something that really was on the back burner but for now our friends in discord they can uh, not only chat with the the people here if they don't dig facebook or google you can actually drop into the green room just look for the live show area and go ahead and plop in there read the information first it's not too difficult but we have a moderator standing by to receive you and then bring you in we could take your call if I set it up properly. If I didn't, what are you going to do? All right, so great. We've got we'll some... Uh, what are you going to do? Week. What are you going to do? There's some other yeah, issue yeah. we had. It, it silenced the guys in the green room today. I was like... Oh, oh, we'll just give them a refund. We'll, you know, we'll a, give you back your money. It was a happy, happy <laughs> accident <laughs> to not be able to hear you guys like for 10 can minutes. I, it was just nice. Can, like, I get, can I get my cover charge back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stamp your hand. Stamp your hand. <laughs> Uh, put a stamp your hand. Put a cue in front of your question, and we will uh, we'll get busy on pulling those out. We can work on those throughout the show. So I wanted to talk a little bit about a um, couple things today. We've got some good positive feedback that came from our show last week uh, with Lucinda from Handyham, and um, so I wanted to share a little bit about that also as we go along and talk about. Um, you know, buying used gear, you know, what your criteria for that is. We've got a lot of good feedback from that. What should we do first? Should we talk about our disabled uh, show a little yeah. bit? I put a, okay, I put a poll up. 
just yesterday. I mean, it wasn't 17 hours. I thought maybe I'll just do this and see, you know, who I wanted to see who in our community actually is disabled. And it's not me to get nosy. And, and I just want to see because I think there's many more people than we know. And so the results have come back. 199 of the people who, uh, let's see how many people saw this. Over 2,000 people have seen the post. Uh, some have not commented. 199 votes came back to say, I am not disabled. Okay. And 104 have come back to say, I am disabled. Wow. There was also an option for, I know a disabled operator. 82 people who voted know someone who is disabled. And uh, only 15 came back to say, I don't know a disabled operator that you don't know. I bet, But I bet you do. And look, if you just look ab- above you in the poll on Facebook, you've probably been interacting with these folks the whole time. Some interesting comments came out of it too, Steve, and you guys. Um, let me see if I can pull those up. Uh, Jeremy said, there's a local ham without sight who consistently runs HF nets. I don't know how he does it, but I'm impressed at the capability. Yeah. And we know that from, uh, I think, Hap Holly. Every now and then I'll hear Hap Holly on the air. And I'm just amazed we could talk about Hap a little bit uh, in, in a good way. But I remember interviewing him, I guess it was last year or so, a year and a half or so ago, and just not understanding how we're going to get this guy into the into the system like how are we going to get him in here how's he going to know how to do this and he's got a machine that talks to him and it worked out i mean it was amazing and and even more so how has he produced the rain report for over 30 years editing and all that man all that is in there is what he's doing it just flips me out um i used to see him in dayton years ago um at the old hair arena and uh he would do his rain he was like the original streamer and he would he would he had his booth there in in uh, dayton and he was just streaming his audio podcast and uh, to watch him operate just to stand back and watch him just do what hap did was amazing uh just to overcome his uh the lack of sight he just he had it laid out and just it was it was perfect, and I'd listened to it uh, after the fact, and there was it. It was just incredible, and so he, he is a talent, and uh, he adapted and overcame. And um, but uh, yeah, there, we have a lot of people that are disabled, and there's folks, you know, <laughs> that responded, and I'm like, going, "What? You're disabled?" I was like, mm-hmm. "Wow, I would have never known." So. Another one came in from James. He said, "I have severe hearing loss at some frequencies." Uh, Pablo says, ditto. Um, David chimed in, 5% hearing in my left ear and only 50% left in my right ear. Uh, So he understands what they're saying. Pepper came in to say, same here, 40% loss in both ears with nerve damage, uh, ringing in my left ear, 20 years army. Dave says, same with me, Uh, just bought Otacon hearing aids, doesn't help with the tinnitus, but I can hear again. What a difference. Um, Steve says, can't do radio without my headphones. I can hear, but it's just scratchy noise mostly. 90%, 95% is gone on the right, about 60%. I'm sorry, yeah. Well, he got 60 on the left. 95 on the left, I think he means, and about 60 on the right. 
Um, Dwayne says, because of my hearing loss and tinnitus, I activate 90% of the time on FT8. Um, Michael says, I have so many disabilities, I'm not even going to bother. Uh, Timothy says, I uh, wouldn't call it a disability, but I stutter a lot. And he's working through that. Timothy says, me too. Mike says, I'm a cancer survivor, lost eyesight in my right eye from chemo, scarring on my lungs from chemo. Um, he's got a problem with his feet because of the chemo. Uh, hearing loss, he's 68 years old. His wife passed away. He's just trying to get by on his social security check, try to get on the air every day in Elmer when I can. John says, I know one blonde, uh, blind ham who is a whiz at CW and another who is a radio broadcaster and a net control Sundays on 80 meters. Mike says, I've been disabled since I was 15. He's now 49 years old. Glenn, major brain injury in 2001, then worked 12 years in a maximum security jail, developed PTSD, have hearing loss, memory loss, troubles, hearing, and concentrating as well from the brain injury. Don, he uh, discusses his first friend, Bill, WA6NPC, his first friend on ham radio. He taught him more in five minutes about digital electronics that he's ever learned on his own. Just a couple more. But you see here, I mean, this is our community. And we don't think about these sorts of things when we think about people. We, we think about them. And so I'm trying to get us as a team to think about people differently and think about the way we address people and look at people and understand. My father used to say, and I'm sure it's not unique, I bet you guys have heard it all too, but you never know what somebody's going through. You know, he would also say, leave people alone. You just don't know what's happening. And even if they snap and bite at you, you just don't know what uh, somebody may be going through. Uh, just a few more here uh, to share with you as we, we move through our day. But this is all feedback based on last week's show about disabilities. And my thanks to Lucinda for coming in and talking to us from handyham.org. Uh, Bart says, the only disabled ham, uh, let's see, the only disabled ham I have directly assisted had Lou Gehrig's disease. Pepper said, the Army says I'm disabled. I think I'm, I'm fine. My wife says, and son says, I'm batshit crazy, laughing out loud. <laughs> Russell says, feet can walk, but barely can't stand for any length of time. Bill says, I have two bad knees, one replaced and one needing to be replaced. Bad rotator cuff in my shoulder, uh, severe disc problems in my back, and serve uh, severe nasal problems due to chemical exposure in the military. Mike says he has a speech impediment. He's working through that to get the job done. Uh, Sinsaya uh, says left ear is minus 20 dB from too much CW in my younger days. Right collarbone dislocated from an antenna installation attempt. Not complaining. Always forward, never back. Uh, Lana uh, and Jeff says I know several operators that are uh, differently abled. Ian, I have a disability. I can't stop buying radios. That's not as funny. Ian, um, Dave says, my uncle John uh, was a blonde, a blind operator. And Scott, uh, there's a youngster in her 30s in my area who is a nonverbal zone of autism spectrum. She operates CWN Riddy. And uh, so there you go. I mean, I just put that out there. And, and that was uh, basically overnight, some time last night to to chime in, but... 
it just goes to show you that we've got a lot of people in our community who are disabled and um, it, they shouldn't be shamed or we shouldn't act different. We are, or we're actually living among the people. Talk about it, Steve. What do you got? Well, I'm just amazed on you know, how this hobby can fit for everybody, whether they're abled or disabled, their interests, not interests. It's um, for people losing their hearing. They it, because you know radio for voice. We, we count on so much for the hearing part of it, but now we have these other modes, and um, it was one of those things that we didn't have years ago. We only had a few digital modes that the people that had hearing loss could operate in, and now we have. FT8, uh, JT65, you know, more of these digital modes and they're coming, there's more and more coming out uh, as we go, you know, down the road. And uh, the diversity that we have in this hobby is just fantastic and it just brings everybody in. And um, and for someone that's a shut-in, this is their only way of reaching out and having, you know, some normalcy and and be in contact with their friends yeah we can pick up a cell phone we can do that all this other but it's it's different than operating on the radio and uh it's uh amazing and uh and how many of our disabled and folks that have replied is saying we are disabled they're veterans they're from they're people that have served and uh and you know hearing loss due to you know being in the military and and other things. So yeah, it's, uh, it really opened up my eyes. I mean, I just kind of focused when we started, this was just on, on a very small subset of, of disabled, but it's, uh, it, we have a lot more and, uh, it's, I, you never would think about it as how these people adapt and overcome and, and eventually, and I, as I thought about it this week, I go, you know what, we're all going to get disabled at one point in our lives whether it's old age and we can't do this or do that, but I, we will all be there. It just, some might be there a little sooner than others. Right. And, uh, and like Lucinda and, said, you're just one event away from it happening today, mm-hmm. you know, so exactly. whatever that is, or dealing with somebody. And I thought that was the point. That was the point we ended on because that was, that was a powerful uh, statement there. Uh, Scott, you got any points you want to add about that? Oh, no, but just uh, just that it is, uh, as Steve was saying, it is, uh, it's a, for a disabled ham, it's a great time to to be into ham radio um, with all the different technologies, um, digital modes, um, computer assisted stuff. Um, it's a it's it's a kind of a kind of a game changer in the last you know, 20 years, 15 years um, for disabled, ham, especially visually or, or audio impaired hams. There's lots of uh, lots of uh, peripherals that you can uh, in in include into your uh, your operating to, to help you get on the air and, and enjoy the hobby. All right. So you're welcome to um, join the conversation here. We've got a couple different streams happening. Uh, friends on Facebook. We're on Google. We're, of course, uh, sending this out to our podcast listeners, which is the majority of the folks who consume this. But subscribe wherever you are consuming this. You can also join us live if you're a member of our Discord, we'll put that uh, link for you to join there. But we have a live chat area there where you can check that out, or you can actually call into the show. We'd like to test that out today. So 
Go into the uh, live chat area of Discord if you want to join us in this space. And I want to talk about this week in radio. Oh, but do we have to talk now, girl? Words are just (laughs) in the way. But on the 15th of May, XM Satellite Radio completes its satellite system. I've got a couple of XM... Uh, stories back from my old days when I first moved from Philadelphia, but they got kicking in 2001, 2001, and nobody really thought anybody would pay for what they could get for free. Boy, did they uh, they took a chance, and I tell you, it's pretty a pretty good service. On May 16th, Jack Mullins demonstrated the magnetophone at the Institute of Radio Engineers. The magnetophone was an unknown magnetic tape recording technology used by the Germans during the war. This was uh, something that Sidecar Steve was familiar with right after he got out of the war. I think he probably knew Jack Mullins. He served in the Army Signal Corps during World War II, brought two, it's the fog. Okay, see I see how I can work? It's just a fog. <laughs> Clearly, Sidecar Steve was not in the war. Uh, so Mullins was in the... Uh, Signal Corps during World War II, he brought two magnetophone machines home and ultimately formed the Apex Corporation in 1948 after Bing Crosby donated 50,000, 50 large to start up uh, the company. So there you go. This week in radio, and that'll go into the disclaimer category of, nah, that didn't, that didn't happen. Ampex. 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 There you go. Some questions coming in from our chat here in the live stream. We appreciate that. Just put a cue in front of it, and uh, Scotty will pull those. Let's talk a little bit about selling uh, used gear, buying used gear, what your criteria would be. I know our friend Ben. He's got an 891. He's taunting me with it. And here I am like, oh, I'm the fish under the water with the big fat worm. And it's like, oh, I'm going to get it. I got it. I'm going to get that. Oh, what's the matter? The big fat worm? <laughs> Sherry. <laughs> Sherry. Sometimes I think Sherry in HR is the one who has the uh, she little, has little, little freaky, little freaky there. A big fat worm is something you use when you fish. So I'll try to explain that on Monday. Thought we would get by without oh, yeah. it. But he's got an 891, just like Scotty did. So if you're in the market for that, and I thought to myself, man, I'm in the market for that. I need to get that. I just sold my 705 for $65. I'm in the market for that. Well, I was like, I better not. I, I better just hold. But if you're interested, uh, Ben, Kilo X-Ray 4 Tango Quebec has one. And uh, just like Scotty, a couple few weeks ago, he had one to let go. And they're letting him go because they're bumping up and doing different things out in the field. And I'm finding, Steve, that this is what happens. We we um, I sold this radio because, not because it's a bad radio, not because I beat it up, banged it up, and it don't work. It's that it's just not the right radio for me, and I've given it a little time, and I thought, man, I'll try it out. But sometimes you got to let them go, and I think that's an aspect of the hobby that I've not really been engaged in. I've I've been a hoarder. I take it in or either give it away, but I haven't done the sale thing. And this radio is just too expensive to, one, leave sit, and two, take a hit on it. So I got $65 cash, baby. $65 $65 for the 705. 
And I felt so good and energized to have that come to my PayPal account, only to have PayPal take 12% of it. So I probably made about $52 on the deal, but still, I'm ahead of the game. Wait, yeah, I'm turn around and get, turn around and spend seventy on a uh, on a virtual a audio piece of software that yeah I may not ever get to use. Well, well you know, it's just what are you going to do? Uh, but it's a part of our hobby that you know it's good to be able to recognize what you may not be going to use and let it go. And I let this go to a guy who is really interested in it. You know, he may be just radio hungry, but basically he wanted mm. to use that radio. And uh, his name is Ernie a Kilo 5 Echo November Lima. And I asked you last week, have you ever bought a radio that didn't work out for you? And what'd you say? Oh, yeah. That's happened many times over the years. So yeah, you kind of buy a radio and you think you're going to use it. Uh, I was like, oh, wow, that's that's perfect. And then things change. And it just, uh, you use it, but you don't use it for why you bought it. And um so, uh, you know, many, many years ago, I'll, I bought an 847, uh, mainly for the six meter and, uh, the satellite part of it, because I had some friends that were into in satellite and I just never got into it and I still have the radio, but it's just, but I used it for, you know, as my main HF rig for, for many years. So, yeah, I mean, we, we buy equipment uh, based on what we think we're going to be doing in the near future. And then life comes along and, and sidetracks you and throws you into a different lane and off you go. I think I bought it because everybody else was buying it, which is very mm -hmm. dangerous. And, uh, and I have a pattern of doing that, which is good for ICOM or has been good for ICOM because I started with a seven and uh, seventy one hundred. Actually, I didn't think I started with that. I, I actually went from the Drake TR seven, which I still love, to going for. I was going to buy the seventy two hundred, and somebody was like, "Wait, just wait. They're going to drop wait. the seventy three hundred, and you're going to be harder than Chinese arithmetic." <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, all right. I see that one is a little iffy there. I get it. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, it's so the next thing you know, I wait, I get the 7300 and then, uh, you know, 7300 comes out and I'm like, oh, I need something in my truck, 7100. Then 7610 drops and I'm like, oh, gotta have it, you know, and then it's like, you know, and the 705 came out and I, I bought it and then I was instantly regretted it, instantly regretted it and I'm just in and it's uh one it's i knew that i wouldn't get out enough to do it and when i get out in the field i want that 100 watts there's a challenge for me in my brain that i want my antenna to be as efficient as i can get it a resonant antenna if i can do it build one that i don't need a tuner but let me see how many watts i can get out and then i was like ah i knew it man this is the problem guys i knew that buying this radio was a bad idea and i did it anyway and uh so I don't know if you feel me on that. If you've done that, go ahead and give us a, a like or something. So it'll, it'll show me that you, you did it. But uh, I sold it. I sold it $65. Hard cash, baby. Hard cash. Now I'm going to put that money on something else. I don't know what. Technically, uh, Scotty's telling me I'm in the hole because I bought software. It's <laughs> $5 more than I got. <laughs> so I'm negative. But hey, look. Well, Go ahead, well, but now you have something that's, that's more useful to you. With PayPal, so yeah, I'm in the hole. They took, it, they take the money. If we're too. gonna, if we're gonna take you down, we're gonna really take you down. 
Oh, it's just, you know. <laughs> so what's your criteria? Now, I sold this, and I wanted to make sure this fellow was on the up and up because we're talking about $65 here. And I wanted to get make sure that we transferred the money. And he was like, I'll send it to PayPal. And I was like, you know what? PayPal is going to take for real. PayPal is a very efficient way, but they also get theirs too. You know, they're not in the business of taking losses. They're in the they're taking yours as a transfer. So I, you know, I, I used another method where it didn't get, they didn't cut into it, you know, that kind of deal. But my criteria was, you know, for one, I wanted to make sure that money cleared, you know, on the other end, I was thinking to him, you know, I did not one have the manual. I took the box because I thought the box was cheesy. It had like this outdoor adventure scene on it. Like, yeah, it's so cool. And I'm like, give me the old tan box with the damn thing mm-hmm. written on it. Why are you giving me a picture of the radio? It was, it just felt, the whole thing for me was just not feeling good. And so I chucked it. I got rid of it. The first and only box I've ever gotten rid of. And I think I got rid of the manual too. It came in like German or Spanish and English. And I'm like, dude, I don't have the box, which I know is a detriment maybe. Uh, I don't have the manual. So it almost sounds like, you know, if he didn't know who I was, that might sound a little off-putting. Steve, what's your there's, criteria for... Uh, there are some people that, that not having the original... They want the original box. Right. And uh, manual, it's nice, but I don't think that's the, the bigger issue uh, because manuals are available on PDFs uh, from the manufacturers or, or other sites. Uh, there's plenty of them out there. But for some, from what I have seen over the years is people are really hung up on the original box. And that's because it's that's the way the, the radio mm-hmm. was shipped originally. Right. And so you know that it's going to be protected because um, you've seen the horror pictures and you've heard the horror stories of the eBay transaction that someone just – they throw – a you know two thousand dollar radio into a box and they stuff it with some newspaper or whatever dirty socks or whatever they can find and uh and ship it that way and then the radio arrives just damaged because ups and the postal service and the other shipping companies they just toss these things like you know rag dolls and uh so it's I've noticed over the years that, you know, having the original boxes is a big, big plus. And uh, I, I've seen guys that said that that was a deal breaker. You don't have the original box. Nope, I'm not interested in it. So, yeah. And then the environment that the uh, radio was in is a, another big criteria. Some people talking about how Venmo, they use Venmo and some other uh, apples mm-hmm. got a service. I use one through my bank that uh, he happened to be set up with too. So it came across without any sort of issues. The one, uh, another good thing about uh, Ernie was that he, he had told me a story about his wife giving him the business because he was keeping all these boxes around for his stuff. So he was like, I'm not tripping on that to paraphrase. Ernie was like, I'm not going, I'm not worried about that. And I'll get the manual from offline. So I was like, those are two big obstacles for me. Uh, Scotty, what's your uh, criteria when doing business uh, with radios used type of gear? Is there, is there anything that you're looking for that makes you feel more comfortable? Um, I'm not so hung up on the original original box. Um, I do like to get some um, some good photos of it and if it's a if it's lo- if it's a local buy um, to actually try the radio out um, make sure it uh, it's functional. Um, 
as far as payment goes, um, yeah, with being that I do a lot of remote work for people through the internet, um, I, I have to use all of them, Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, um, Google Pay, GPay, whatever it's called. And mm-hmm. they're, um, those are all, they all have their own quirks and the pain in the butt. But that's, you know, everyone's willing to pay um, and you get the money right away if you're selling and then you can, you know, get the money to the, to the person right away if you're buying. But uh, yeah, the criteria, I'm not too hung up on the original box uh, or the manuals. And really, I've only bought one used radio, and that's my uh, FT-101E that I have here that I bought from a, a local ham. And um, he even uh, had an original manual and a three-ring binder that he included with the radio, which I thought was a, was a nice little touch. Um, but yeah, as long as it works, doesn't look like it's been beat to crap visually. And it's obviously hard to tell if it's been run hard on the air, but pretty much it really you're welcome to drop your uh, thoughts about buying used gear selling used gear what is your criteria we'll talk about it as we go would you look at the time we're already into this we've been talking so much and wow. having such a good time it always goes fast we'll let you know about LDG, LDG electronics family owned and operated they got the balance the unins the meters and of course they're world famous tuners Customer service is second to none. In Europe, LDG is known as the nicest Canadian company in America. Visit them online. I know you're thinking about that going, what does that mean? They're at ldgelectronics.com. Everywhere you look, there's an LDG. Yes, LDG is actually in the United States, but there have been some Europeans who've uh, said they're the nicest Canadian company in America. So there you go. My thanks to LDG for their uh, continued support over and the years. We have a couple of questions. It's probably getting close to that question time. If you have one, put a Q in front of it. And if you're on Facebook, or if you're on Discord, if you're on YouTube, you can just put a Q in front of it, and we will answer anything about life that we can handle and amateur radio. Let's see. Also, want to invite anybody on Discord, if they want to join this show, they want to call in, we can test this software that... Scotty had me uh, buy, which saved me hundreds of dollars. But in the end, I lost about $6. I don't know how it all works, but, you know, that kind of thing. If you want to, Big Ben is standing by in the uh, live show area. Drop into the green room. He will uh, pull you up and uh, we'll bring you into the air uh, on the air here to join us and say hello. Let's go through some of the questions that have come in through our chat before we move on here. Here's a question for Scotty. Have you tried the Skittles gummies or the Jolly Rancher gummies? This is the intersection of life and amateur radio. Jolly Ranchers or Skittles? Have you tried those, Scotty? Uh, I have not tried either, but uh, I I would prefer the Jolly Ranchers over the Skittles. Um, I'm all over the Skittles. (laughs) (laughs) Steve enjoys the Skittles gummies. Oh, yeah. Apparently. Are those the ones <laughs> that we're really talking about that have the, you know, the uh, medicinal properties? Or are you just talking about candy? I, I get confused with you guys because most of the time both. you would both fail the, the piss test. But, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. but you know, Sherry sometimes takes breaks. She doesn't get into that. And I know way around. Yeah, quick yeah the question hours. was from, we know from how to James. I'm sure, I'm sure he's inquiring about the medicinal ones. That was yeah, the question James. Medicinal. So, yes, he's asking about the medicinal Skittles or Jolly Ranchers. All right, to join the show and talk about any of the topics you feel like it, uh, go see Big Ben. Join the green room. He will take you sequentially in and pull you down into one of the live spaces as we go. Here's a question for Sidecar from Don. 
If a wire antenna is noisy on 40 meters, would raising the height help? Uh, can't get it to a uh, half wavelength, but can get it 10 to 15 feet higher. I don't think, unless you're getting it, yeah, no, I can't see it uh, changing. Uh, honestly, I, I saw the question there. I've been kind of mulling on it for, for a bit, and uh, I, I can't see it happening. It, uh, the only thing that you could do that would reduce the noise, if you're getting farther away from the noise source, and the noise source is so minute um, that it will reduce it, or you move the antenna into a null of the, from the noise source, and uh, but uh, generally, I would say, nah, I don't think it will make any change, Don. Sorry. It'd be nice. It'd be cool. Okay. Let's see if we have another one there. Let's see. Just looking. All right, cool. Let's uh let's uh let that go here for a second. Send Scotty back there to deal with some of the behind the scenes type stuff. Here's a, another question that came in this week. Let's share this one. How do you know RFI is on your signal and in the shack? That's uh, from Jerry. Well, I mean, if you have RFI or, you know, common mode current into the shack, uh, you'll have devices that will start um, exhibiting some interesting uh, features or like your <laughs> mouse will kind of like work or be really erratic. You'll start if you have powered uh, computer speakers, uh, you'll start hearing noise and hum through it or if you're on uh you know, voice, you'll start hearing, you know, coming through your speakers. Uh, those are, you know, a good common sign that you're getting, you know, common currents back into the shack. Um, typically, you know, if your antenna is a, you know, pretty good distance from your operating position, then uh, you're not getting uh, any you know, RF coming off, you know, the near field RF is not the, uh, the big issue, but, okay. uh, it's, it's a tough one. It's that's uh, a whole thing. And the that's other a, one, that's a whole show. Yeah. yeah Cause we hear the guys is, say, you've got, you've got some RF on your signal and that's like, mm -hmm. Oh no. Like that gives you an instant feeling of, Oh God. And where do you look? Right. What are you doing? And your fair ride beads, put some fair ride beads on it. And you're like, ah, this or is probably one of those. Getting your equipment grounded is another one. So that kind of helps bleed off the uh, the RF. But trying to keep that common mode current, and basically that's your VSWR coming back. It just goes on the shield of the coax. So it's always good to choke that off uh, before coming into the shack. And... Great. Choking the chicken. Let's, oh, oh, you oh. definitely made it official there on I'm that I'm going one. in. Let's see if, uh, <laughs> let's see if this works here. Uh, let's see there. Uh, Pastor Joe, are you, uh, are you in there? Pastor Joe, hello. Pastor Joe. Pastor uh -oh, Joe doesn't, doesn't want to talk. talk. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, what the hell? You think you might want to say something? Uh, Hello, yes. can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we hear you now. What are you, Verizon? I'm hearing. I'm talking. <laughs> All right. Well, can you hear me? There goes the show. not. There How much of a delay could this possibly have? Joe? But I cannot hear you in my headphones. I can only hear you on the stream. Oh, 
All right. Well, we'll we'll have to. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to figure that one out here. We'll do some more testing, um, and I'll have to real talk really slow for him too. So I can talk to you, but you can't talk to me. How about that? Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. No, I'm, not, I'm not real big on that. Go ahead. What's going on? Did you have a comment? He'll get it in a minute or two, guys. Oh, yeah. He'll get it. Okay. It's broadcast delay. That's funny. Yes, I have a question for Steve. Can you hear me? Yep. Now, 40 seconds from now, he'll, <laughs> he'll answer. <laughs> Here's the board up. So for oh, Lord, Lord got his finger on the preventative. Okay, so I was tuning a homemade 20 meter dipole. I was tuning a 20 meter dipole with my antenna analyzer. And I noticed, you know, when you fold back the wire at the end, that's supposed to change the electrical length, right? And what I was noticing was that was not changing the dip in the frequency, in other words, the resonant but it was changing the SWR. And then when I cut that stub, you know, um, after it had folded back, I would trim that stub. That changed the resonant frequency, which surprised mm -hmm. me. Yeah, I'm a little surprised that it didn't change the dip, but when you fold the, the wire back, you want to wrap it. You don't want to have any of it dangle any down color. or anything like that. You want to wrap it back onto itself because that will then add length to the... Uh, but it's uh, yes, it will it will have an effect. So when you do fold your uh, an antenna wire, and I do the same thing, it's I'll, I'll wrap it completely up, and then and then once I kind of get into the general area, then I'll trim off uh, what I don't need. All right, good. All right, I, I moved out of that room there, so I don't I don't want to freak him out because he's hearing a delay. I know he's listening through his live stream. Um, but there you go. We could try it. Uh, there's probably a couple kinks I need to work out of it, but we'll we'll um, give it a shot. We'll if you're a there. Discord user and you want to try to come in through a live call, we'll try it. And thanks, everybody, for their patience as you listen uh, through us go through the process. Thank you, Pastor Joe, for stopping in. Question that came in through the week. My transceiver is powering off uh, on transmit. I think RF is getting into the power supply. Is it failing? from Larry. I would look at your power supply first. If it's the uh, uh, here's here's a really quick test and if you have a dummy load uh, that's rated 400 watts, put put the transceiver on the dummy load and uh, repeat the same test and if the transceiver fails or shuts off, then I would look into your power supply. If not, then I would start looking into the uh, RF coming back and uh, basically telling the soft switch to turn off. It, uh, so uh, it's kind of divide and conquer. So if you have a dummy load, then try that first and then go from there. If you have a voltmeter, look at the uh, voltage coming off the power supply. And if it uh, it could dip down to you know eleven and a half volts, and then the radio will say, uh, "I don't like that," and will shut off. So, um, so it, if you don't have a dummy load, see if you have a local friend or someone locally that might have one, and uh, try that. It's a piece of test equipment that I think everybody should have in their shack is a a dummy load. 
Good. There you go. That's us. Uh, that's uh, that's what's happening there. We got another question that we can take in, and we're uh, we're monitoring our situation here with uh, Discord. And you can come and join. Go into the green room, and uh, you'll be pulled into one of the other live rooms. And we'll just see if we can get this to uh, play nice for us. We'll see what happens. Who knows? Um, also, if you're here and joining us live, if you have a question, put a cue in front of it in the chat, wherever you may be, either uh, in Facebook or Discord or Twitter, and then we'll just do it. You don't have to come in live. Okay, Doki, we got well, one more from our um, uh, over the week. My daughter lives several hundred miles away. I have an antenna stored there. What would be a budget-priced HF rig suited for single sideband and digital? That's Jerry. Probably Ben's 891. Ben's 891, right? That's what I think. Probably get him. It's a lightweight, you know, and probably the price is right. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, put it right in your backpack. There you go. Do it before I do it because I, I don't really mm-hmm. want now, to. There's, there's a number of uh, radios available, you know, new uh, that are sub $1,000 HF. Uh, or you can, you know, look online for uh, like a, an FT four fifty is a uh, um, is a great little radio that uh, will work and uh, eight set. And I'm just saying, you know, Yesus. There's Icoms and and some Kenwoods out there. So there's uh, there's quite a few. It's whatever you're comfortable with and uh, what kind of rig you would like to have. Okay. Yeah, I think the budget is the main thing. You know, it's the budget uh, side. And maybe we can pull Greg in. I see Greg wants to come in and join the live uh, show as well. You can do that by joining Discord. We'll put that link in there for you. And uh, this is all part of it's kind of a circus going on here today. But as you're listening and driving, traveling, doing whatever you do on the treadmill, uh, some people even make the sweet love to... this show and you know i think that's great we sometimes we could maybe get a camera uh put in there to, to, to watch okay that was a little <laughs> too much probably, probably i tried it and uh, that was not good your voyeurism is coming out <laughs> let's see if i can uh let's see if we can make this work with greg uh greg good uh, morning to you i hope you can hear me hello greg Everything seems like it's working fine. Hello, Greg. AC8T, you copy? He's, um, Hello, Greg. Hello, Greg. Yeah, he's in there. And I see myself moving, too, so I bet you he's hearing something. This is fun. This is like fishing. He's hearing something. Yeah, he's hearing something. Oh, oh what? Ben's jumping around. Hey, Greg, are you in there? Who is that? I hear Woo! Rick Flair. Are you there? All right, Greg. Well, I don't know. Greg's not here. You know, some of the things in Discord are that push the talk, uh, push the talk uh, thing. It weirds people yeah, out a little bit. So I think actually we're technically working. Let me bring Ben up. Let me bring, see if Ben can uh, can hear me. Hello, Ben. Do you have a copy on your boy? Hello. Roger, Roger. We got you, Christian. You sound pretty rough coming through the Discord, but you're sounding great on the stream. Oh, that's all I care about. Well, yeah, I don't know. I guess you should be able to hear me. I'll We'll look at the signal flow, but yeah, we hear you just fine. That's cool. 
Good deal, good deal. Greg was having a little bit of audio issues. We got him. I heard him once for a little bit. We thought we'd give it a shot, but. All right, tell me about this radio and uh, what you want to do with it. You got an 891 that you're trying to move, so uh, tell me about that. We know Scotty had one, and it moved pretty quickly. Well, the 891 is a great little radio. It does. Uh, it's great for portable. Uh, the biggest drawback on it is the fact that uh, it doesn't have a tuner, and you've got to... Uh, You've got to bring a tuner in and and carry one of those with you. Unless you've got resonant antennas, then it doesn't matter. Okay. All right, now what happens if I do this? You still hear me now? Hello, hello. Do you still hear me? Yep, I got you. All right, well, that'll work. Then I don't need to do that. Maybe that'll remove the echo that Patrick's breaking my balls about in the chat. Yeah, I was gonna break some balls too, but it, I figured I figured yeah, it would. Uh, you figure it out. Your, uh, your audio figure it out pretty well coming through the uh, Discord, but it's uh, it's legible. All right. Sounds like sounds like you've been on a three day drunk talking on it. Yeah, you would know. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone would know, it's been. He would definitely. Oh know. yeah. Thank you, Ben. Thank you for doing that work. It's all in the testing phase. We're just uh, we're streaming it out there, and if we can figure it out, we can figure it out. But this is the software that uh, Scotty suggested, and it works. In theory, it works, and we tested it briefly, but I don't know why my audio would be crap coming back to you, but we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it. Oh, don't yeah. y'all worry. Any more questions? Let's see before we uh, we move on through here. Oh, we need to talk about some stuff that's going on. We got some special event stuff going on, and I oh, guess yeah. we better talk about some contests. It's Scotty time. Get your Scotty oh, yeah. on. Oh, yeah, let, my... and I got a vamp, a little dance for my friends. These are my feet. I wear clogs all the time. And I am a very fast dancer. They're wooden shoes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's see. We'll just keep it rolling here because we have to uh, <laughs> let you know what's going on this weekend and maybe next weekend so you can prepare. If you're into the contest or just checking your antennas, what should they look for? Uh, let's see. We got, if you're into Riddy, we got the Alessandro Volta uh, Riddy DX contest happening uh, this weekend. Um, May 14th, 15th, 12, uh, 1200 Zulu to 1200 Zulu. Also, the uh, Canadian Prairies QSO party. Canadian Prairies nice, QSO I like party. I think, this, I think this is the first first annual of that. That's happening um, today, 1700 Zulu to, uh, 15, uh, to uh, 300 Zulu, May 15th. Uh, next weekend, um, we got the Arkansas QSO party happening. Uh, that's on May 22nd. Uh, special events and ham fests happening uh, this weekend. We have the Prescott Ham Fest in Prescott Valley, Arizona. We have um, the ARL uh, official uh, Nebraska State Convention happening in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, there's also a special event station happening today: the USS Midway Special Event Station uh, NI6IW. Um, so look for that station next weekend. Of course, Hamvention, the big, uh, the big daddy, the Mac Daddy of all ham fests. Um, also, an interesting one, the first annual Alien City Ham Fest in Roswell, New Mexico. Um, and then a special wow. event station happening this week, um, the Nas National Police Week. The FBI Amateur Radio Association will be operating as K3FBI uh, forward slash zero through nine uh, as a special event station for Police Week. Well, there you go. And that's what I got. Sweet. Well, that's great. Now that people are talking about wearing their Crocs and socks, things that embarrass your children. 
I wear socks and flip flops around here sometimes, and um, my kids have adopted it like it's a normal thing. I got to let them know that that might not be a, the in, original a, intent of the flip flop, but I, I do it sometimes in the spring and summer when it gets buggy, and I end up covering up my as much skin as possible. I wear a hood constantly around here when those bugs will carry you off. But uh, it's not a good look. It's not a good look, but it works for me, and you know I don't really care about it. It's the, it's the look here in the Pacific Northwest, uh, especially in the Seattle area. With flip-flops and, uh, and socks? Yeah. Wow, see, it made its way out Sandals there. Sandals and uh, socks. Yeah, wool socks on top of it. So, yeah. Got hamvention. The there was, around here. There was a question from Ben. He wanted to, yeah, Birkenstocks. They're good quality. Too expensive, though. Mm -hmm. Birkenstock. Yeah, too expensive for me. Um Who's going to Dayton? This was a question for the whole room. Uh, I don't believe any of our team in front of you are, are going to make it to Dayton this Unfortunately, year. Unfortunately, not making it this year. Have to take a pass due to Me too. other family commitments. Or I would be leaving Wednesday mm -hmm. or Thursday. Yeah. There should be lots of good coverage coming out of the ham radio community. There always is. I listened to old Tom. Or I'd watch him, he'd stop and have his stream going live. He'd be at Cracker Barrel having lunch. And meanwhile, they're on his dashboard, he's looking at the door. You know, I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is great. This is cool. I feel like I'm on the trip, but he left me in the car. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, now you and, know how the dog feels. <laughs> yeah, right. It's totally what the dog is seeing uh, from the... Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I used to watch that all the time. He would make that trip and he would just be driving down the road. And I'm like, this is actually cool. I think it was the coolest thing... To me, that he was doing was the actual live coverage of the event, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of it. Uh, I've got to get uh, surgery on the 25th. It got postponed because the old boy doctor surgeon, he caught the COVIDs, and uh, so that put us on the bench, pushed us back uh, three weeks. So I'm, I'm going to be dealing with that, and I got a graduation and all that sort of stuff going on. So you know, you get to that point where you start having other things that creep in. But it makes it all that much special when you can get back. So maybe 2023 we'll all go there and the old That's broadcast van. <clears throat> well, I'll just have to sleep in the van and, and uh, mm -hmm. do some live shows from out there. We could, we could do that. That'd be kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm in. In the van down by the river. Oh, we have to park At down by the river. We can, we're not going to be able to park anywhere near that site. They're going to be like, mm-mm, because we're going to have that big telescoping uh, mass that WJZ-TV left on the van or... So uh, that'll be our next chore is to try to figure out how we can uh, procure, is that the right word, an old broadcast van. That will actually make it to Dayton. We might want to buy the van from a station in Dayton to make sure we can actually get to the gig. We want to drive across the country. But it would be kind of right. fun. If you have a, the WJZ's got, I'm sure they got plenty of broadcast vans. I would like that. I would oh, like that. Speaking of the uh, local news, do you remember uh, Traffic Jam, Jimmy? Um, he was on the Fox affiliate out here in Baltimore. I don't. Uh, he uh, apparently he had a heart attack and passed away. He was a uh, he was pretty pretty popular uh, um, character for uh, the Fox forty five out of really? Baltimore. He would oh yeah, no, he, would and he drive, died. Drive around, yeah. It was kind of a lot of, a lot of folks are kind of shaking up about that here in, in the Baltimore area. He was uh, I kind bet. of an iconic character yeah i didn't know if i didn't know if you were familiar with him or not from your time here i just remember detour dave and anytime i go back to like um delaware and watch the news you know i'm like wow that dude's still on that one's still on that one that's the beauty of baltimore is they would hold on to their their staff they didn't have much turnover 
Detour Dave, Traffic Slave. Yeah, Detour Dave. <laughs> um, we got to talk about the tune-up before we go. We have a tune-up coming up, and we're going to do it a little differently this year where we're going to put eight stations on the air that you can chase, three of which you're looking at. Uh, there will be others. Um, we've got Don, who's a net controller, KC0DWZ. Big Ben, he's got a fetish with the poop, but uh, otherwise he's a nice, nice fella. KX4TQ, he's going to be doing stuff. Um, we got Uncle Paul, uh, famous for his pickled nuts, November 2 Hotel Yankee Golf. We've got Pastor Joe, WA2JOE. And our uh, military hero from the Air Force, Adam, Kilo Mike 7 November, going to be doing a lot of digital work. So um, you'll have eight stations to chase on that weekend, June 10th, 11th, and 12th. This whole thing was designed to help you get out there and activate if you can. Set up your antenna that you've been working on. You want to test some field stuff. And because we're just a couple weeks after that is field day. And I always thought... You know, we'll give them an opportunity to get out and do what they want to do on their own because uh, the club will have you do something that's cool, but it may not be everything that you want to do on like a, an yeah, outdoor. It'll be could be club's equipment or someone else's equipment. This is for you, for you to test your equipment and your setup, whether you want to do field day type operations or just go out and uh, enjoy poda or soda, whatever works for you. There's a question from Brett, which I got to pass to another team member here for FT8. An exchange for tune-up this year on digital. I don't know what makes sense. Scotty, do you know? I know on CW we do like CQ, uh, TU for tune-up. We've done CQFO for uh, CW during fallout. Does it? What makes sense on um, FT8? Yeah, with FT8, uh, I mean, it's. I, I guess we could do for the tune-up... Um... I don't know, I have to think about that for a second, but I was planning on maybe doing a little a little bit of FT8 for the tune-up, but I was going to do, I think, mostly uh, sideband voice for the tune-up, um, but I can uh, come up with something. It's kind of difficult with FT8 to do kind of an, a, you know, a unique exchange because it kind of you know, just automates itself with the, your signal report and that. Um, um, yeah, I maybe do it like I do the net. We'll just kind of run with, run with it mm -hmm. that way. I don't know. To look for your call, to know what the calls yeah. are and... and try to search for them that way uh june 10th 11th and 12th will be on the air which technically is friday at seven o'clock um through sunday at twenty three fifty nine. right before our net takes the air we'll be going the purpose is to give you an excuse to really get on the air make some contacts with members of our community exercise your mind your body your equipment uh, but you don't need to go outside you can work from the comfort of your own home in many days of that weekend I'm operating. I know Steve operates on the inside. It just depends. If you can get outside, cool. We'll try to do some live streams as well uh, from the outdoors. That's always a challenge. And whoops, you lost your feet again. Whoops, there you go. I lost the connection because Wi-Fi is tricky out by the old wooden shed. Uh, any band, any mode, you know, our operators will be in the field. They'll be in the shack. And uh, we just encourage you guys to do the same. So mark it on your calendars. 10th, 11th, and 12th of June. Simple exchange. Your call sign, if you have a 100-watt ID, you can give that. Your state. A true signal report is appreciated because if you're outside working, just let's just see what these radios and these antennas will do. And that's it. There's really no other rules. You don't have to be on certain times. You could be on the overnight. You work third shift, second shift, 
whenever you want to, and post up on our socials. That way you can, um, you know, maybe get somebody for sure if you're, you know, you're out there doing it. What else is cool about that that we need to let them know? We do it every year. It's been, uh, we do two a year. We get out there and have a good time and just operate and get on the air. And you, you'd be surprised how many people from your own community that you run into. And it's a teaching thing, too. We teach them about our community and what we do. Yeah. And it's just, you know, like our Sunday night nets, you know, just it's part of uh, who we are and uh, get on the air and uh, do ham radio. And speaking about our Sunday night net, Mm. What about last weekend? Oh, oh. Yeah. Scotty. Scotty and Pastor Joe put on a clinic because oh, it was a day. gathering of the willing, right? It was a gathering of the willing, mm-hmm. and it was Mother's Day. And so, you know, many of the operators didn't know what, what the situations were going to be. Some people want to run from their mothers and then go back down and into their <laughs> mother's basement and turn the radio on and get on the air. But, uh, you know... We, we didn't want to take that for granted that anybody would just be around to run the net. Anyway, Pastor Joe gets on with a gathering of the willing, 7 o'clock, 40 meters. And old boy, he'll go out there a couple times and take some calls, and then he'll be like, QRT. He'll put it on the socials that he was, you know, he, he dipped he out. What's QRT? Okay, Steve, can you take it? Can you take uh-huh. it? It's like, no, no, this well, is you, buddy. Well, <laughs> what happened was he started. It was a good fishing day. I mean, he was out there and he was getting crazy. Hey, he got a pile up. And next thing oh, you know, he was awesome. addicted. There's nothing worse than seeing and listening to an addicted pastor to the pile up. And he was running them. He is like, hate to cut you short, but there's so many people calling. Gotta go now. <laughs> he says, one hour, 45 minutes, he was taking calls. And um, he was looking to pass to Steve. Steve and I were just chilling. I was laid up on the carpet listening. Uh, Steve was sitting back listening. He has friggin' overalls on. I started streaming. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he has overalls on. He wasn't trying to be on camera. And, and we were listening, just having a blast. We heard from Phil. Phil came in, talked, asked if, if Pastor Joe was like a new guy. Oh, my God. Good signal, but who are you? Pastor what? Whatever, you know. Anyway. That was a great exchange. So in instead of passing to Steve, because it wasn't a traditional net, we were like, let's pass to Scotty. Let's get Scotty in there. And uh, I think Scotty was oh, a yeah. little reluctant, a little bit. We're I'm like, come on, do bitch. It. You do better it, get, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Get your ass in there. You're going to do it. Pull up your pull up your overalls and get on the air, boy. Get your, pull up my overalls and get on the air. He was all crazy. <laughs> so he got out there and he started taking some calls, too. And it was just the coolest thing. Steve and I are texting kind of behind the scenes. Like, this is this is super cool. Just to let, let the guys run. And both of them are on the show. You know, they're on the show and they're doing stuff on the show. And it, I think it was a nice treat for people to kind of work somebody different than us. You know, I mean, you don't need to. Yeah, but it cares exactly. about us. And, and, and the it point is, is that oh, I love it. It's just a magic. <laughs> wow. Just a magic trick. Wow. The magic of video. Golden. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Usually cost and, me. Uh, Fancy. It's the, the point is, is that. 
Pastor Joe, Scotty can do it. You can do it. Anybody can do this. And just get on the air and uh, and just run and just have have fun. And uh, for Christian and I, yeah, we were just going back, text, texting back and forth and just, I was enjoying the heck out of it. It was uh, the pileups that uh, both of them that were uh, generating was just incredible. And uh, the, I mean, the East West coast propagation wasn't the best, but I was hearing everybody and uh, it was just fantastic. So thank you, Pastor Joe. Thank you, Scotty for, uh, for last week. It was, it was uh, a lot of quite entertaining. And, uh, but if anybody wants to join in and try jump on in, it's, uh, it's a little intimidating at first, but once you jump into the pool, it, the water is just fine. Yep, usually usually deep, but it's just fine. It's only going to hurt for a minute. Doggy paddle. Woo! Woo! Hey, easy. <laughs> well, thank you all so Woo! much. Hey. Woo! Wow, what? Woo! Yeah, no problems. Thank you, Ric Flair is now under contract. <laughs> We appreciate you guys coming by today, talking to us about disability, sharing your own if you did, uh, even giving us a try on a, on a wonky first attempt with, um, we may just do it, we could do a little overtime here today and we could try it um, and, and give our listeners a break so they don't have to deal with all that, the technical stuff we're dealing with. Make sure to get your 100 watt ID. Uh, those are fun. It puts you on the mailing list, keeps you up to date where we're streaming, what we're doing. Tomorrow night, we are doing, uh-oh, we didn't even get to our special events. We got to do the special events. Hit my music. All right, Scotty. Scotty, you'll have to pull these up. We've got, he does all this work. Uh, what, we got to like. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of blasted through those at the same time I was doing the contest. Oh, did you do this on time? Okay. Yeah, I just knocked out both segments in one oh, run. Oh, what the hell? I guess I should start <laughs> listening to what you say. I, 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 <laughs> you, I see, know, you see I what I'm, you see what I have to deal with, guys? Yeah, see what, <laughs> see what's going on? <laughs> okay, well, why fine. am I even here? Wow, it's, no it's the cloud. <laughs> it's the cloud. <laughs> the cloud, the fog, the fog. It's the fog. That's right. See, I didn't even know. Uh, tomorrow night, we're doing uh, on Sundays, 7 o'clock Central. We are back to having our uh, nets again. Hear us on 20. Hear us on 40 meters. The point about the gathering of the willing is anybody can do that at any time. And what really helps is if you do the social and just say, I'm on the air gathering of the willing, bada bang, put it on our socials. And next thing you know, you're getting some calls and we all start to scurry and, and go and work you. And, and sometimes like with Pastor Joe, and with Scotty, it really works out where a bunch of people are trying to check in. There were a lot of people who were around Sunday nights. We just didn't want to assume that our net control operators would be available on a high holiday. Heck, if you got a mom, if you got a wife that's a mom, you know, it's it's more important that you're doing uh, stuff with them. Woo! Oh, I'm not doing stuff with them. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a mother lover too, but hey. All right, you guys want to do a little bit of overtime? Uh, we can do a little bit of overtime, and maybe we'll play with the Discord. All right, well, 73 for our listeners. We appreciate you, and uh, please come and join us on Sunday, 7 o'clock. We'll put you in the chat. Maybe take some calls. We'll get on the air and, and all that uh, sort of stuff. 73, Steve. 73, Christian. Scotty. Scotty, 73. Guys. 73 to everybody there, and uh, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, for now, take care of yourselves and each other. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.